2: Hello and welcome to the millennial divide. You can
0: take my spot as the grumpy one.
2: I'm not grumpy. I'm just sad. Okay. We're like the dwarfs. Which one are you? I don't know. Oh, which I'm going to look up the seven dwarves. Okay, off we go.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the millennial divide. I'm present, Dimitys. Googling dwarfs. I thought it would be fun
2: if we all gave each other a What are you? Dwarf. Sleepy. Oh, I do feel sleepy. Yeah, you are sleepy. Okay, Ellen's bashful, I already decided. Amy's grumpy. Well,
0: I am now because we're <laughs> meant to get this bloody podcast happening. You weren't Googling sleep, dwarfs.
2: I thought you
1: were Doc, who's the like the head of them.
0: Yeah, um. I want to be the head of them.
2: Oh, I want to be the head assume,
0: of the little dwarfs.
2: People assume he's a doctor. Yeah, well, I would, people assume that of me often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, come on. Get on with it, Amy. Come on. Okay, welcome. I'm Amy.
2: I'm 37. I'm back to say my age. I'm Ellen, 33, still saying my age. Dimity, 27, also saying my age. What happened, Amy? Why are you saying 37? Why are you proud again? I realised it was out. <laughs> What do you I'd, mean? I'd had oh, about 11 episodes know. of saying my age.
0: I was like, that horse has bolted. <laughs> the jig is up.
2: I think you should be like very proud. You know what? This podcast is designed to empower people, right? Like that's our whole intention. Mm. So yeah, that's our intention. Own your age. Exactly. Okay. Mm. There's nothing wrong with being 37.
0: Yeah, and a half almost. Wow. No. I know. Yeah. Look
2: at her go. She's almost 38. No, I'm not. No, She's nearly 40. We're not
0: no. yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So we're off. Dimity, aka Sleepy. Mm. And Elle, we've got a lot to cover today. What were Do you again?
1: Bashful. Bashful. <laughs> is that good? I, guess, I don't know. Isn't that kind of shy? Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. I, I wouldn't just go. Anyway.
0: All right. So we've got lots to cover today. Um, lots going on. And we're going to talk all things Victorian politics. So as we've recapped, we live in Melbourne, Victoria, which is a state in Australia if you're from overseas. And we had an election. And if you haven't picked up on the fact that Aussie politics is the cray cray cray. <laughs> oh. We will talk about that because we've had another big big moment over the weekend. Um we'll also talk about I'll talk about what's on My mind. Yeah, a bit of a philosophical one today. Might Mm. go slightly into a mantra on that one. I'm doing a dim. I'm just putting um, (laughs) a random topic out there and we'll see what happens. We'll probably have to offer a correction next week. (laughs) Hey! We didn't have to correct you, but just the random You! (laughs) It was me. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Pop Culture, we're going to talk about the Origins podcast and Sex in the City. So lots of buzz about that at Mm. the moment. I've heard a number of people talking about it. Ariana Grande is also going to cop a mention...
2: Oh my god w what were you thinking
0: the actual Ellen? f like, i think i just <sighs> anyway we'll get to that if that wasn't enough Ellen's then backing up with a question. Ellen's on mat leave and wowsers. I have lots of time on the WhatsApp. We have
2: got some randoms. It's getting freaky.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) brace yourself for the. (laughs) Dim and I are still working and we're just bombarded with texts like, what about this? What about this? What about this? I planned nearly the whole show. I had to give a real boost. In fact, we had to give ourselves a couple of topics just to stop it from being (laughs) the Ellen maternity leave show. And Dim is going to cap off with a special guest star, Mantra. Sure am. So let's get going. So the cray, the cray, the cray that is Aussie politics right now. We have had a big election. We live in Melbourne, Victoria. And over the weekend we had our state election. And again, results
1: were off the charts. Elle, what on earth happened? So from the weekend it was... A very, I think, unexpected result because I think people thought that Labor would probably retain it, but not to the extent that it has actually unfolded, which has just been quite phenomenal. Um, in the Victorian election, there has been a 6% statewide swing against the Liberal government. They, Labor was holding government beforehand, but there was a swing against the opposition, Labor won 11 seats in the election, which is just a huge amount, and there's still nine seats in doubt at this stage. But what's been particularly interesting in the coverage and um, the results from these elections... And the thing that's throwing everybody really, the Liberals and making the Labor very excited, is traditionally held Liberal seats such as ones like Hawthorne and Brighton and Sandringham, which for years and years have always just kind of been assumed that they would be Liberals, really got cast in doubt. So Hawthorne is still an undecided seat, as is Sandringham. They're still too close to call. And Brighton, which is probably one of the most, I'd say, conservative seats and pretty you know they they put a labor put a 19 year old opposition up against the incumbent so they really thought that it wasn't it wasn't probably going yeah, to be didn't, they didn't they put, put
0: their heaviest hitter in no let's just say no that. they I, I think, mean I love the footage when they went to interview that kid and he had to get into his dad's car with the Ls
1: Aww. yeah to yeah, drive so down to vote i don't think they thought that they would come anywhere near close to winning it but brighton was so close but was just narrowly retained by the liberals
0: and what's also been interesting... And I guess, the th- sorry to interrupt, mm. but the thing to note about that those suburbs for those outside of Victoria is these are traditional conservative
1: yeah. affluent suburbs that historically vote to the right. To the right. Exactly, yeah. to the right. Quite conservative, always kind of, you know, looking at, The small government and business, and uh, whereas Labor looks more to kind of generally education and health and funding big public things and infrastructure.
2: As a lot of people have summarized to me in the past week, Liberal saves the money, Labor spends the money. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not wrong. Reputation. (laughs) I'm not wrong.
1: But what's also been interesting is the fallout from since the election is that what's been great is that Labor's cabinet is. 50% women, which is, Amazing. I think this is the first time in Victorian history. and
0: Wow, locals, 50% of our elected representatives
2: reflect the population. Do you know mm-hmm. what? I like to thank myself for that because what I did this year is I voted below the line, which means that you was have to... I very impressed with that. Yeah, which means you have to individually choose each of the people that you want to vote within each party. So each par- there's like like 15 parties and there's, you know, up to eight different people within those parties that you can vote for. And, of course, I didn't know one of them. So what I did was I picked all of the women in each of the parties. Which I have an issue with because no, I think that is the opposite of what we want. equality. Is that <laughs> what you want? You don't want equality. Is that what you're... No, I'm confused. I think
0: think we want merit-based
2: equality. Yes. Are you saying that women aren't worthy of being... Some considered. women,
1: maybe not. I, I do
0: like... If I don't agree with their policies. I do like the stat, though, Elle, that you told me on the car over here that there are more Davids in the Liberal Party than women. Yeah, that was with some undecided,
1: so that might have changed, but okay. initially they were
2: going to say... Oh, the say, Davids might be falling behind. The Davids behind. might be falling behind slightly. Next but year I'll be voting for the Davids. Yeah. Because of, that's how this works.
1: Out of 18 members in the Liberal's Parliament, there's three that are women. And this is what's coming out a lot in... Obviously there's a lot of post-mortem and um, Matthew Guy, who was the head of the position, the head of the Liberals, he's um, since resigned from that position. So there's a lot of bloodletting at the moment. And one of the big things is, well, was it Labor's campaigning because they did a lot on infrastructure. They seem to be getting things done like transport. They're putting money into education. They're giving away free stuff. I'm doing that in talking marks because I don't think people can be swung by you know cheap election the $150 things. nappy bag yeah <laughs> Was that them or was it yeah the i think they're doing oh, uh, like a one of them. baby thing yeah, something but um another one was also the the balance of women and the voices being heard and that the far right of the liberals both federally and state are having a big impact on that really moderate Liberal base and they're saying, that's not us, that's not who represents us. So they're, they're trying to find, you know, their representatives and they're really struggling at the moment. I mean, safe to say ScoMo must be shitting himself. Well, he's. <laughs> I read today that he's not going to the G20
0: because... This is Scott Morrison, apologies, I just used his... Um, <laughs> his
2: nickname yeah. uh, but in Australia everybody gets a nickname you can mm-hmm. be the prime minister but to help us we will find a nickname for you gamo yeah. <laughs>
1: The, the article today was saying that um, they weren't going to the G20 because of all the issues in the Liberal Party that they had to address, which just made me furious because I thought you're our representative and that's your job.
2: <laughs> Literally, that's your job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop
0: fighting with each other. Yeah. I mean, and it's, in, it's been an interesting week in federal politics because obviously the Liberal Party is fighting a perception issue. There's been reports today that Kelly O'Dwyer, who's a federal minister, uh, said that... Um, The Liberal Party has got an an issue with women. It's perceived as homophobic and anti-women, along with a number of other things, climate change (laughs) deniers, so forth. And that was off the back of um, Julia Banks, a federal minister for uh, a Liberal minister, um, resigning from the Liberal Party today. She was one of the ones who accused the Liberal Party of bullying. And she's now um, broken ranks and she will run as an independent. I mean... She definitely has come forth and said a very passionate speech about the politics and how strong women cop and how it's completely unacceptable. It, it should be noted that her seat was very unlikely to be retained in, as a Liberal member. Mm. So Might be strategic. it could be a bit strategic, mm. but still mm. you don't leave a party that you're enamoured with and that you feel supports you. And then to cap it all off in just a great week at Ca- in Canberra, um, Dinitali, who Richard Di Natale, who is the head of the Greens, got evicted from the Chamber today uh, because he stuck up for Sarah Hansen-Young who um, has had a history of going toe-to-toe with a few pretty nasty types, I guess, mm. or, across the parties. But today one, Barry O'Sullivan, who's a Liberal senator, accused Sarah Hanson young of having a bit of Nick Xenophon in her and he said, and I don't mean that to be a double reference. Oh, um, yeah. Really? And D- Dinatali said, you're an absolute pig yeah, and yeah. a disgrace.
1: And Dean Attali got kicked out. <gasps> Barry O'Sullivan did not. And I think one of the things that has come up in, you know, because you're talking about the federal elect, uh, the federal politics as opposed to the state, but something that has come out is how that rot has been filtering down and has been, it doesn't explain everything in the state election, I think there's a lot of, Issues that have been going on with the state liberals, but it does explain some things. There, and I think a
0: definite, there was a definite protest folks. Yeah. I mean, I, one of the one of my mates at work said his dad lives in Brighton and. Um, he was had was so sick of the Liberal Party, predominantly at a federal level but also at a state mm. level, that he decided to have a protest vote mm. and then panicked when the actual <laughs> candidate got up um, <laughs> and was quite relieved when the Labor Party 19-year-old didn't um, win. Yeah. But, I think
2: a few people had. I spoke to somebody who lived in the Southside area as well and said for the first time in my life I voted Labor and he's, mm. you know, 40. So, mm. yeah, it's absolutely people were – but do you know what? It was a protest vote as well as people really like what Labor have been doing in our state. They've been, you know, making lots of changes and changing infrastructure. Mm. And I think what this is showing is that people really want our governments to be – To govern? To govern, <laughs> to do their job. Going to stop swearing. Come on. Oh, you can't expect – oh, I you know. can't expect that. <laughs> Just let them do what they do. I also
1: like – I was talking to my husband about this. I like the fact that they've now got another three years. I think not that if, if you don't like who's in charge, then it's a long time. But I don't think you can get much done in three years. Yeah, And I chance. think to be able to give somebody six years to have a vision, see it through, get funding, I think that's really important. Mm. And so I'm really pleased that they can now... They've probably had th- some things on the back burner and they can just go straight into it. Mm. They don't have to... Have a year settling in, a year implementing, and then a year campaigning yeah. again.
0: As one of the senior Liberal women said a few months ago, when I can't even remember what happened, I think it was Turnbull was ousted or something, and she turned around and said, "You need to have a good hard look at yourselves <laughs> and Liberal Party federally. Wake up! If you yeah. don't, if you don't take this as the biggest warning that what is coming to you, get your Very house in soon. order, find some diversity." Find some modern politics, stop being dicks, and we might vote for you. But otherwise, you're going to be smashed. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from the dirty, dirty world of politics. So what's on our mind? And I guess this this does bleed in a little bit to mantra slash maybe rant. don't know. A couple of segments today. But I guess uh, over the last few weeks, I have had... A number of things happening in my life that have had me pause for reflection, and I guess what it's happened is that um, it's made me realise that life is can be very short. I, I don't want to get too deep and meaningful, but there's been lots of um, situations and people who I've come into contact with with recently who, who are going through really tough times. And in, in my own life, we've had we've had a couple of pretty tough times, and. I have come to realize that life a is short, which is a good realization to at this point in my life. But also that that trusting your gut is so critical that your path is going to be different from your friends or your family, and that little voice in your head that is your conscience or your faith, whatever you want to call it, whether you call it you know your guiding principles or or in fact whether you even believe in kind of a a bigger question of universe and phase and all of that. But there's something in you that kind of tells you, gives you that gut instinct of this is the right and this is the wrong and to stick to it. And I think so often we're encouraged to quiet that voice. And what I've learnt is that you've only got one chance to do this. And if you don't follow that little voice in your head, then you're not living who you really are and who you should be. So that's been on my mind, just the to have the confidence to actually follow that dream, that path, that passion, even if it means going against the grain of what you're being told or what society's telling you, or if it involves taking that big risk, because my goodness, you just don't know when that's Don't you think up. that
1: comes with age though? I found I'm much better at hearing that voice and heeding it the older I get. I think when I was younger I was, you know, there's one, there's so many choices for you, whereas as you get older you kind of in a good way specialise in things, you know, in your partners and family and all that kind of thing. But I think I'm much more confident now saying, no, this is what I want, whereas I think ten years ago I, I struggled with that, with hearing that voice in the, in the cloud of other voices.
0: Yeah, I think I think that is true. I mean, it's only I mean, Dim. I'm going to quote Glenn and Doyle again. Who? Because <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode without a bit of Glenn and Doyle. But in or, Love, <laughs> or Gwenny, Gwenny. But in Love Warrior, Glennon and Doyle talks about in the thick, when she was in the thick of having everything go wrong, she would just have to go and sit in a quiet room for a little while to just listen to her voice and and block out all of the well-meaning um, voices. And I think that is true. It's hard mm. in this busy life to block out. All the other voices mm-hmm. that you hear. And maybe that's something that you get more confident at with age. But then by the time she, so Glennon Doyle then ended up leaving her husband, going off and marrying a, a woman now. And of course, she copped uh, as a, you know. Christian mummy blogger copped a, a lot of backlash for that, and she basically said she had to just go on her little island and put up her mm. moat I love that <laughs> and anyone and it was the uh, the love island and anyone coming with love was welcome to join them and anyone who wasn't was not and I think there's something in that too of just having that resilience confidence um, capacity to push back to just say I, I know who I am. I'm trusting my judgment, and um, I'm going to go and live that that life,
2: even if it means makes you uncomfortable. I mean, mm. Dim, do you feel like you? Well, it's so interesting you're saying this because as the youngest of four, I and with parents who birthed me, um, <laughs> I have well, one did. <laughs> one did. They both had an equal part to play in the matter. I have had a lot of examples ahead of me of what life looks like. So Mm. I've had three very different... Mm, That's true. ...but very convincing paths for me to follow. Each of my siblings is very successful in my opinion. (laughs) And I have really struggled because I am... At the age I'm at now, you all had bought a house. Mm. Yep. You'd all been with your partners for a number of years. Mm. You all had savings. Mm. You all, you know, you were on a a different path from from what Mm. I am now. And that's been a challenge because you have all done your lives right, in my opinion. Mm. So the fact that mine hasn't looked exactly the same has been strange to me. So it's funny you say that, Ames, because as the leader of the pack, we've all kind of been like... you're, you, we just do what you've done because you've got it down. <laughs>
0: ah, <laughs> so that's sorry. great to know. <laughs> no,
2: I'm just going to do whatever. Like.
0: <laughs> I would go wild. I know I think, you know, I'm not going into the details of my life but that's certainly that white picket fence thing mm. that you're referring to didn't quite work out <laughs> in my favour. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably interesting but I don't, do you have, do you feel like you're, do you hear that voice? You, can you
2: I I hear it and I'm I it scares me because I don't know what my life looks like when I when I follow that voice. Where yeah. I've got good examples of what my life looks like when I go when I follow your voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's yeah. re- it's daunting. Mm. That's really daunting. All and right. I and I know what you're what mm. you're saying and I hear you. <laughs> this has mm. just become about me now. <laughs> but yeah, that's really it's really interesting. It's pause for Pause for reflection.
0: Yeah, I think I think it is, and maybe that's what's made me is that I've just had all these examples recently of, you know, young people um, going too soon, and also just um, that realization that we're all here for such a short time, and you just you got to go with it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's what's on my mind. That's how I'll be trying to live my mm-hmm. life. And Dimmer, just ignore the hell out of whatever we're doing. We've got no idea. <laughs> no, we have no idea. <laughs> we're just doing whatever. <laughs> even more scary now. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to take it up a notch. We're going to get fun with two fun segments, I promise. Ooh. Ooh. Well, actually, one of them I don't quite understand, but the other one is fun. It's the one you don't understand,
2: Ariana? Yes. Let's start there. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Ellen, you've done a dim and just gone yeah. recommendation. Ariana, Ariana Grande.
2: Grande. Did you listen her-
0: to it? Thank you. Next. I Please explain because I ca- I'm so confused. Yeah. I actually had to go onto E! News for them to explain t- it to me. Yeah,
2: but even then I was still like, why is
1: this here,
0: Ellen? Did you
2: listen to I the, watched song? the song? Thank you, a- next. But Thank you, next. just said trailer next.
1: coming soon with the song. It's not long. even a go well, Yeah, so either. I had to look into that too because <laughs> All right, so I, All right, oh,
0: start on. from the beginning, El, because our listeners are going to be, if we're confused
1: and we've watched the freaking thing. Okay, first thing is I really like the song because it's very
2: catchy. Are you mad? Yeah. I love it. I thought I I'm was watching along. Uh,
0: you know how there was, you know how you have the Chinese um, dubbed things,
2: and they were like oh, dodgy. I yeah, thought yeah, I yeah. was watching. I actually had to click out of it to go. Am I watching this real thing? It because, reminded me of that song that was like a little bit of Monica in my life. Oh, I, bit I also of love that
1: song. Okay
0: does everyone love that? Song? I do remember that because I think I trolled you once on Instagram when I when we share we follow each other space. on Spotify and I saw you were listening to Mumbo oh, you Number did. Five. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you and did. I was like, Who is this person? <laughs> listening to Mumbo number five in twenty eighteen.
1: I will repost song. that Instagram
0: because I'm pretty sure I put no, that I up. Yeah, so Luxury quality within reach. Go to
2: quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. I will troll you again for all our listeners. Well, now it's
1: all just the wiggles, so if you were following me on Spotify, so mumbo number five is a step up from hot potato. But one, I like it. Two, She's doing all these trailers for her film clip which is going to be taking on Legally Blonde, Mean Girls, Bring It On and 13 Going On 30 and she has like Lindsay Lohan in the Mean Girls part of her film clip and all the other actors from all the other movies and she's dropping it. She's doing a bit of a Taylor switch. She's building momentum.
2: And I thought that was interesting. I literally give no shits. Okay, so I tried to find something to talk about in this. So I Googled Ariana Grande, interesting facts. I was like, I've got to find something, okay? 50 facts came up. I kid you not, the most interesting one I got, she has bad eyesight and has to wear contact lenses. So things, I wrote a list, things more interesting than this song and Ariana Grande. <laughs> Plain chips without any seasoning, so not like salt and vinegar, just like normal plain <laughs> chips. The second Sex and the City movie, more interesting wow. than this. That time Amy got a washing machine and told us all about her washing machine. <laughs> it was a good washing machine. In House, my defense, House of Cards season five recap, more interesting. And we Ma- haven't watched any of them. Anything else? And Matthew Guy, more interesting. Political reference Whoa. for you. So
0: I was so confused. I thought she it was Regina. Yeah, see? She's dressing up as it. I know. I thought it was her, though. No. And then Vanity Fair's run an article, Is Ariana
1: Grande Our Greatest Living Comedian? See, you guys are just so behind. I'm with Vanity Fair.
0: I'm so confused. I didn't know what I was watching. I thought I was watching a trailer for a movie. Then I thought I was watching some dubbed Chinese bootleg something that just had trailer coming soon with a bad song. Is that the song?
1: Well, the song hasn't, the film clip hasn't been released yet. She's but been, been dropping the song, trailers. Right? Yeah, thank you. Next, it's the song. The song's dropped, but not the film clip. And the film clip clip is what she's been spooking on Instagram.
0: All I did was write down questions and then had to go to E news <laughs> for explanation and. <laughs> I didn't even understand like Reese Witherspoon apparently tweeted she couldn't be part, part of the legally blonde thing but she I then see yeah tweeted
2: Did you see, know everyone that, else is on board apart from you two. Did you know that Ariana Grande's <laughs> full name is Ariana Grande Butera Did you know that Ariana has a birthmark on her left shoulder at the back and a dimple in her left cheek.
1: Right. Well, I'm going to be with Vanity Fair, and Reese with the spoon, and Lindsay. I'm, well, maybe not I'm, Lindsay Longfield. Amy, tell us about I'm, your washing machine quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you guys can just ignore it. Okay. We what will. else? Right. I'm sleepy. You are. Get it? Because
0: it was you so boring. Are sleepy. <laughs> And Ellen, I don't know if that's bashful or just ridiculous. You should be bashful. Yeah, you should dopey. be very, ba- yeah, very dopey. This is what leave does to your brain. Oh God. We've been on it. it for a week. Oh my God. Ariana Grande. Oh, I'm so bored. I, yeah, I'm sorry if you had to sit through that. But Google it and you tell us what you think. Yeah, maybe people Maybe Jim like and I are wrong. I think you are. Okay. Right. So, Dima, <laughs> yes. you've got something for us on Sex and the City. And this I've heard a, a couple of people talking oh, about. Yeah. Mm. I've
2: got something for you guys. Okay. Yep. This is so good. It is a podcast called Origins. And it's, um, what's well, the podcast? And it's made by someone called James Andrew Miller, who I'd never heard of. And he looks like a person who's very serious and has done a lot of things, but. I didn't actually go much further than that. Yeah, I think they deep dive into lots of things. Yeah, he's really yeah. like, you know, he's he knows things. So they've done Seinfeld is another oh, one that okay. they've deep hmm. dived into. Basically, yeah, they look at the origin of how shows successful shows were created. But most importantly, they did Sex and the City and it is so juicy. They've done basically three long episodes. They run for like an hour and a half each.
0: Yeah, I've heard this is about seven hours of content it's or something.
2: so juicy. Wow. Oh, my okay. gosh. Have you guys listened? Listened? I no. started the scene today. Oh, it was oh, and I got really Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, let me tell you some spoilers. Okay, okay. Good. Sarah
0: Jessica Parker. <laughs> Does it involve Legally Blonde or? <laughs> You act like you mean don't girls. love Legally Blonde
1: and
2: I
0: girls. loved the original movie. I was just really confused. If, yeah, who, I just don't know I why we were that, talking yeah. about it. Uh. Anyway,
2: it's not even dropped. Like I couldn't even watch. No. I went to watch the YouTube clip of Same. the Ari- And did you find the lyrics one? And you were Yes, like, I found the lyrics one and now I know how to sing it, yeah. but I can't watch it. <laughs> you
1: will be singing
2: <laughs> it oh, next week. I stop. Oh, stuck my God. In anyway, so anyway, Sarah Jessica going. Parker almost rejected, like very, very closely rejected the role of Carrie because she was like really worried about getting locked in into this TV world and didn't want to be, you know, in that, but then she did. Um, The line from Mr. Big, so there's this episode where he's talking about a movie star that he's dating and one of his famous lines that he says is, she can reach me. But I can't reach her. Mm. And he. that line came from him having a conversation with the producer about his own personal life and mm. talking about this famous movie star that the actor was dating at the time and um, was saying, oh, she can reach me, but I can't reach her. And they put it into the script. Love it. <laughs> and final juicy thing, Charlotte and Miranda were meant to get pregnant at the same time in season three, mm. but they... Was that season three? No, it wasn't. It was season it was five. much later. When was Miranda pregnant? Season five. Yeah. But the writers were like, mm, we just can't think of enough content for two people who have babies. So one, just da, one da, will da. do. So that's, they scrapped it. Ah, yeah. 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 Right. So good. Very,
0: very interesting. interesting. I heard Mr. Big is very grumpy in oh. the podcast. Is that not
2: true? I wouldn't think so. No, oh, I think okay. he's quite pleasant. He does talk about the fact. I mean, he's a little bit like, oh, people just really love that character, <laughs> don't they? And he's mm. he's like, I've I've done other things. Don't I've done? Let me tell you the things, but no one's <laughs> caring about the other things. I think he's just like. I think he knows it's got value, but he's a little bit exasperated. Exasperated? Exasperated. Mm. Exasperated. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and Kim Cattrall does not participate, I no. hear. Yeah. Well, and apparently I haven't got to
2: the third episode yet, but apparently it's very juicy and it's all about how Kim Cattrall wasn't part of the clique, mm. which, of course, we all know, anybody who watches Sex and the City. Mm. It's so good. I, it gives me – I have been an avid – Avid consumer of Sex and the City. When I had a hard time, very times. young, yes, yeah, well, I saw Ellen yeah. watching it. I remember, in fact, when I yeah. learned about Sex and the City, sorry, mum, yeah, Ellen was watching it, and I came out and I saw the title come up on the thing at the start, and it said Sex and City, and I remember thinking, as this little twelve-year-old, that's a naughty word. Yeah. So I said later, Ellen, what are you watching? And she was like, a TV show, <laughs> and I was like, what's it called? And she was like. Sex and the city. I was like, oh, oh, that's That's what seem happens when you have sisters
1: six years and ten years
2: older yeah. than you. I watched Cruel Intentions. I'd like already like left true. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: gone. But what I do find interesting in general about sex and the city is that I mean, I, I like it and I, I watch it and I watched it at the time, blah, 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 blah. What really shocks me is that the young people, I'm looking at you, Dimmer, really like it because they were really young. Like yeah. um, so many girls in their 20s still refer, know all the, like for you to even say, oh, that was season five, I'm like, oh, I don't know what really? season. Really? No um. idea.
2: Yeah. but Because you should have been, it should have been prime for you. I, I watched a lot of it but I do feel that there's this real movement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Yeah. Like, well, it, it was. All of my friends and I used to be obsessed with it. We hmm. really consumed and it. And
0: maybe it is like that. You know, naughty thing, or just it was what the big kids were watching. And, and because I was actually in the demographic, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's I'm like a bit de-grassy. younger. Yeah. Yeah. Something like
1: that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is but naughty. But a bit naughtier. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm, it, it consistently <laughs> surprises me how many younger women. Know all the references, not back to front. Mm. Like I could do that for friends. Mm. I could do it for
2: friends too. Maybe mm. it's just me having watched too much TV. We had all the box sets at home.
1: Yes, not for Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. You, we...
2: you'd moved out. Huh. <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole <laughs> like. You know, I used to watch ten, ten years. <laughs> ten years. Amy's missed out on of our TV watching. Mm. Okay, I'll have to catch I'm up. I'm definitely
1: going to listen to it. Mm.
0: Yeah, me too. Can't wait. Okay, Elle, you've got a question, and then it always scares me when it just when I just have. Question,
2: Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just Ellen but, like, question, Dimity. I just don't know what's I don't what's feel coming. like you ever would have had that caveat if it was me having the question. You no, would, I'd be going, what the? Yeah, you would be anyway. <laughs> I think of a little heading.
1: My question. <laughs> oh, you did too. That's right. Yeah, yeah. to help you.
2: Um,
1: it didn't. It just <laughs> made me a bit, bit more scared. Yeah. <laughs> my question came because I realised, well, it's two-parter one i've realized i have an irrational fear of cockroaches that my my ickiness for cockroaches is way above what they actually do because they're not dangerous, they're just gross and all that. Anyway, it came, I, I thought of this question at 2 a.m. the other night because I was lying in bed and I felt something on my leg. Oh, I'm feeling sick just thinking about it. And it was kind of moving around I'm like, oh that feels a bit like a moth. And I said to my husband, turn on the light, turn on the light, there's something in the bed. And I threw off the covers and there was a like inch and a half long cockroach. Oh. In my bed. It is my worst nightmare. That is my biggest fear is a cockroach like crawling on me in the middle of the night. I can't even, when I kill them in the house, I can't even put them in the bin because I just imagine them like crawling their half-broken bodies out of the bin because they never die. So I have to like take them outside. Anyway, so that was at well, 2 a.m. I don't think it's irrational if it's actually in your bed well, crawling. No, no, yeah. but so that was rational. rational. That yeah. part was rational yeah. beforehand. I hate cockroaches anyway. Yeah. And then as I was like freaking out and telling my husband, take it outside, <laughs> flush it down the toilet. I thought, I wonder what other people's irrational fears are. <laughs> I had paused. And I thought, good and
0: content. That really made me think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who is it who says um, nothing is bad, everything is good
1: content? Nancy uh, Myers. Nancy
0: Myers' mother, oh, I really? think, said everything is
2: content.
1: Yeah. Well, 2am, that's when I got it <laughs> because I thought, well, yeah, that was a rational fear, a cockroach in your bed. Yuck. Gross. But previously, I, I just hate Them and when I told Dim that I hated them, she's like, "Oh, really? Yeah." And it made me kind of realize that yeah, it's a little bit irrational because they don't do anything. I'm not that scared of spiders. I'm reasonably scared of snakes, but like that's because I've been across dangerous snakes. And but I'm even then I could be rational about the snakes, but cockroaches, just I could. I feel so like, Amy, you're scared of spiders. No, not overly. Spiders
0: oh. don't really bother me. Although I used to set spider traps so that they couldn't fall on my head. But that was. So I
2: think
1: that's a, I think Well, mm,
2: spider, spider traps irrational.
0: aren't
1: rational. No. But spiders are rational. Well, but yeah. what's your irrational. Um, icy pole sticks. <laughs>
2: <I> <laughs> oh, my God. I this. forgot about your weird Icy pole <laughs> sticks thing, you weirdo. <gasps> I can't handle it. <laughs> It's summer's really challenging for me.
1: <laughs> the wooden icy stick,
2: oh,
0: the wooden and the things, teeth. Ugh, no, just the
1: tongue. The tongue. The ugh, oh, the so worst. it's just you. It's not if anyone else is having.
0: An I can't isopostics. really look at someone doing it, oh, <laughs> licking really? an ball stick either. And you know what? I I'm I like to be environmentally conscious, but it's doing my head in all these. These forks that are now wooden. Oh, yeah. I can't bear it. such a trigger. Yeah. I cannot bear it. I can't be anywhere near it. Oh, oh, just thinking about it. I reckon I could get goosebumps just thinking about it. I hate it. Just the scraping on the teeth.
2: (laughs) That's it. My one is... I hate the sound. Oh, I hate it—the sound of a broom, like a straw broom outside sweeping sand. S- oh, <laughs> it's that's so awful. specific. It's that. Sh- Oh my god! Where, and I where lived have you been? Vietnam sand. for three months, oh. but it's been since childhood. I remember like screaming at Mum outside, being like, "Please stop <laughs> sweeping! Why she was sweeping Sweet. outside, I'll never know." I but, sweep sometimes, like the dirt. If you um, get pockets of dirt outside oh, we have a broom horrific sound but i've actually this because it is such a like i know i know it's not a good one so i've asked a lot of people about what theirs are and people are fascinating i've met yeah. someone who has a fear of um rubber bands uh, and oh, it was cruel actually this was in high school and people like put all these rubber bands <laughs> around her locker <laughs> Oh
0: Oh, my best! Can't handle cotton wool ball. Cotton wool balls cannot. Oh, just generally can't. No, cannot bear cotton wool balls. Really?
2: Another friend had a fear of apples. I know someone who had a fear of oranges. I know a friend who had a fear of um, bones touching. So like like putting your fingers together and making the fingers touch. She was like, ah, I hate it. Even with skin between. Yeah. Another had a friend. She's an OT actually. So another um, has a fear of paper.
1: Mm. Yeah, see, and I wonder where this
2: comes from. Can can people tell us? I mean, there are many disorders that actually. (laughs) (laughs) Small holes is a really common one. Fear of small holes. Uh,
0: Taunts. Producer Claire (laughs) has actually recoiled
2: at small holes. Come
0: on, jump in taunts.
3: Mate, I have the biggest fear of small holes.
1: Like, <laughs> like what kind it's of the, size?
3: Of like sponges. It's that sponge oh, thing. You know, I it's you like,
2: meant
1: that, like one you'd go
3: into. Oh, oh no, but I, I'm also very claustrophobic. But like small holes No, it's like, yeah, it's a thing. So I don't know, because they will sometimes do it on Facebook. People will put up these ads and it's awful. It sends me into like a spiral of anxiety where, like, there was this one campaign, it must be a viral thing, where women would like wash their hair and then you would see this like weird fungus grow at the back oh, of their head that looked like a sponge. Yeah. Oh. And it sends me, I know, it's so creepy. And it turns out Charlie Clawson, who does the podcast with Will Anderson, Toe has the same irrational fear. Uh, I can wow. tell you someone else, you're in good company,
2: yeah. Kendall Jenner.
3: Whoa, okay. <laughs> there you
2: go. Oh, all the great so people. Yeah. But, but I
3: wonder where me... these come from. I have no idea. So, this uh, one I think, I reckon because we re- Charlie and I reset it. Oh, it's it. got a
0: name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Tri- tripophobia tri-po-phobia yeah. is an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes. Yeah. Oh. Trypophobia. Because <laughs> it comes,
3: apparently it comes from um, cause like
0: weird growths
3: and things back oh, in the jungle okay. and like kind of, you know, like weird warts and like
2: moulds. Well, and maybe like, that's where my cockroaches come skin. from.
1: They get germs and disease yeah. and I wonder just, what about yes. your icy pole sticks though
2: I just oh, googled I um what it's called when you've got a fear of brooms sweeping outside and all that came up was dogs hate why do dog hate dogs hate brooms outside literally this,
3: do you know what Amy this yeah. is Claire again James has an irrational fear of paddle pop stick. <gasps>
0: oh, oh, ice pole sticks oh yeah has the exact same, <gasps> same it's got a name as well Zylo, xylophobia is the irrational fear of wooden objects and a fear of forests. <laughs> 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 I'm not fearful of forests. I'm okay with those wooden... I just bad. don't want the wood on the stick. It, on, on your teeth. On my teeth. No. Yeah, That like kind of wet. Ooh, it's like that splintery no. wet thing. <laughs> no. Do you know yeah. what makes... Some are even harder for me. This is such a first world problem. This is becoming, but I don't really like icy um, ice cream cones either. So uh, it's really yeah. problematic to try and have a nice, yeah. Particularly refreshing. with everyone being
1: re- reusable yeah. now oh. and recyclable. It's really I really feel fear. Yeah. Thanks.
2: Know. Yeah. I don't. Uh, this is oh.
1: well. Thank you for sharing <laughs> your irrational fears. It makes my pleasure. cockroach one actually look better.
2: Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> actually true. seem very normal compared I to us. Well. Very
0: normal. <laughs> Tell us your irrational fears on uh, Insta yeah. and Facey. We'd love Holy to hear nice. them, and especially if they've got a cool name. Yeah. So I'm Zylafoo. <laughs> okay. That sounds sexy. All right. Let's finish up with a mantra. Dim. Yes. I will. For us, I believe we might have a special guest. Oh, we have a special
2: guest. I have been. I made my father some oats the other day, and I said, "While I'm at it, give me a mantra," because we're low on content, and he obliged. It was very generous of him. So I recorded, and I'm just gonna. I'll just play it. You guys can listen. Okay.
4: So first, my mantra, and it comes from my mother, who always said the best one to paddle your own canoe is yourself. So what that means is if you want to do something in life it's up to you to, to achieve it not just to rely on anybody else. So if you want to get to a point or you want to get to a, a job it's up to you and life is always about that getting to what you want from where have started now my rant is that the word should be eliminated from the english language should is a value judgment on somebody else you always hear you should be doing such and such and i think this should be eliminated and don't make those value judgments on somebody else
2: I love that you went a twofer. I know. Oh, he oh, did a dimity. I know. Where do I get it from? I know. I, yeah, I, I agree. It. I like that
4: about the should.
1: I feel there's too many shoulds out there. And that's kind of what you were talking about earlier, Amy, that, you know, I think we feel that we should do this and we should do that. And if you get rid of the should, it's just you can do whatever mm. you like.
0: Yeah. It, there is no it's should. It's very emotive. It's very
2: pejorative, isn't it, Yeah. It should?
0: Mm. That was good, Dad. Yeah, that was good thank one. Thank you, Dad. That's I think I we like all that.
2: should. Listen to him. <laughs> I, I like the I, I like the mantra as well.
0: I like that it sort of feeds on to another one that we've talked about before, which is love many, trust a few. Learn to paddle your own canoe. Mm. Yeah, that's a goodie. But mm. I do agree with him. I mean, my goodness,
2: you just got to get on with it, don't you? It's kind of like it's up to you. Yeah, and both of those really resonate. They're both about yeah. It is very similar to what you're talking yeah. yeah about earlier, Amy, which is just you. Everybody has their own journey and their own path, and you know you've got to be. Yep. Doing what you do, and you can't make. Don't look at other lanes. Do just do what you do.
0: Mm. Yeah, I really like it. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. And you, but you should not have to do that if you don't want to. Stop. Not. I don't know, I was trying to bring the should. Anyway, that's been the Millennial Divide. Thanks for listening. We have loved having you listen and we love hearing from you. So tell us your questions, leave us your comments. We've loved seeing the latest reviews popping up on iTunes. So thank you, thank you for all these people who are doing those reviews. It's awesome and it it really helps us give us feedback and improve and we, we love hearing about it. So subscribe in iTunes if you like what you've heard or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to give us a rate or review and don't forget we're on all the socials at the millennial divide and tell your friends, and we will all be seeing you next week. We will, yep. yes, we're, oh, we're gonna have a couple we, of changes in a couple we, of weeks. Yeah. Can we folks. announce one? Well, Please. I think at the moment the announcement is Ellen.
2: Yes. Wait, this is a shocking announcement. <laughs>
0: Ellen's pregnant. Ellen is pregnant. pregnant. Oh, oh, my Lord. My and at God. some point, these babies have to get the hell they, out. They are, <laughs> they are They are taking slowly. up their room.
1: Not slowly, quickly. <laughs> Ready to get evicted. So, this yes. baby's going to be booted in a couple of weeks. It will be one more week for me, mm. and
0: then I'll be having a baby. And the baby's on air. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you very Tune in next week for Elle's big finale. Woo-hoo. She's gonna she's not taking long off. No. We won't let her go away for too long. No. But she will be gone for a few weeks. So tune in next week to say goodbye to Elle. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, bye bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>